Hello everyone, welcome to the inaugural Nach Yomi podcast. This is very exciting, starting a new cycle together with all of you. The cycle begins on February 1st. We will begin a two-year journey through the rest of the Sifrei Tanakh. We are all familiar with the Chamishe Chumshe Torah, the five books of the Torah, five books of Moshe. We know the stories of the Exodus, of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the giving of the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu hitting the rock, Klai Yisrael complaining, Kairach, so many of the, the main stories that we read weekly, week in and week out, the stories that our children come home with, the stories the rabbis speak about Shabbos morning, but there is so much left to the rest of the Torah, or in our case, Tanakh, Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim. That is the purpose of the cycle, to further educate us in knowing the entire Chaf Dalet, 24 books of Tanakh. And I'm very excited to start while I've taught it many times and learned it myself. This is the first time I've done it in this format with a recording, trying to stick to a certain time limit, figuring out how much of the Pesukim to read, how much to elaborate on, questions, stick to just the storyline. So it might vary from chapter to chapter. I may change my approach as we go along. Of course, listening to the feedback from all of you. But this is really an exciting moment. Uh, for all of us, including myself. So let's begin. Sefer Yeshua. Sefer Yeshua picks up where the Torah leaves off. What's the last thing that happens in Vizayis Habracha? Meisher Rabbeinu dies. And when do we read this chapter of Sefer Yeshua? Right? Something that I will often point out select stories and chapters are chosen from Navi to be a Haftorah to serve as the Haftorah for the weekly Parsha reading. Every single Shabbos, after the Torah reading is complete, we have Minhagim, many based on Chazal, what to read from Nevi'im, as a sort of epilogue, or sort of an addition to what we read in Shul, and not everything is chosen. There's not enough enough weeks in the year uh, to pick apart all the Sefer Nevi'im to put it into one Shabbos. So when do we read the first chapter of Yeshua? Read it on Simchas Torah. When many of our attentions, many of us are uh, at that point when we get to the Haftorah, it's after Chassan Torah, it's after Chassan Bereshis, a lot of the singing, we're ready to move on. But this fantastic Haftorah is read right after we finish V'zai Zabracha. And Sefer Yeshua picks up, Vayhi Achari Mos, Mos uh, Eved Hashem. And it was after Moshe, the servant of Hashem, died. Hashem said to Yeshua, who is Yeshua? We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe and Parshas Pinchas to appoint Yeshua as the next leader of the Jewish people. Smicha, what we know as Smicha, Moshe laid his hands over the head of Yehoshua. And why was Yeshua chosen? So the Torah refers to Yeshua in this Pasuk Yeshua Mishares Moshe. The reason why Yeshua was chosen was not because of his scholarship, not because he was the greatest Talmud Chacham, greatest Navi. The reason he was chosen is because he was Mishares Moshe. He attended to the needs of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was there at the foot of the mountain when Moshe came down, waiting eagerly for Moshe to return from the top of Har Sinai, from Shemaim. Therefore, he was best suited to finish what Moshe wished to start. Right? Let's remember, Moshe was really supposed to bring B'nai Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. 
we're supposed to conquer, we're supposed to divide. But the Midbar took much longer than it was supposed to. Moshe hits the rock, so on and so forth. So Yeshua's mission is to complete Moshe's mission, which is why we needed that the first leader be an extension of Moshe Rabbeinu. Who would serve as the best extension? Yeshua. So it says the Psokim, Moshe Avdi Meis Hashem says to Yeshua, Moshe, my servant, died Vata, Kuma Varsir Deinazeg, go cross over the yard, remember they're still not in Israel. He tells Yeshua, <coughs> I want you, get up. Cross over the Arden. Any place that you, your feet, the Jewish people's feet, walk over will belong to Klai Right? There's this concept that Eretz Yisrael can really go beyond its borders. That once Eretz Yisrael is conquered, Klai Yisrael can further, through their kibush, through their conquering of extending the land of Israel, uh, they're able to do that. And that's what Hashem is telling Yeshua. And Yeshua, and He gives them a little bit of the borders. Hashem begins to describe the borders of Eretz Yisrael using the Mediterranean Sea, of course, using the north, Lebanon, referring to the east as the Yardin, the Jordan River. And these are the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem promises Yeshua, you have nothing to worry about. No one will stand before you. Says Hashem to Yeshua, don't worry. Just like I was with Moshe, I will be with you. I will not leave you, I will not abandon you. And Hashem tells him, because we have to remember, Yeshua might be nervous. Who am I to take over the leadership of Klai Yisrael? So look what Hashem tells him. Chazak be strong. You're going to inherit this land that I swore to your forefathers. He says, Chazak again. Gotta keep the Torah. That I commanded Moshe, my servant. Do not stray from the Torah. And he tells him, the Torah shall not be removed from your mouth. You must toil in the Torah day and night. This is a foundational Torah concept. It's hard to find a Pasuk in the Torah which commands us to learn Torah day and night. Chazal do pick up on a few Psukim in Parshas Veschanan, Parshas Ekev. But this is, the Rambam says, this is the clearest commandment to spend our time studying Torah. And the reason why this commandment is given to Yeshua is because Moshe did not need to toil day and night. Moshe Rabbeinu had an unbelievable memory. Therefore, there, was, there wasn't a concern for forgetfulness. Yeshua was on a different level. Then you'll be successful. Hashem is saying, you will be strong. You will be strong. If you notice, Hashem says it three times. Why three times? The Abar Benel says, because Yeshua has three missions. What are Yeshua's three missions? Number one, to conquer the land. Number two, to divide the land. And his third mission, of course, is to uphold Torah study.
And that's what these three Chazak Vematzes are referring to. So now, Yeshua got a direct command from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what does Yeshua do? Again, this is a an unbelievable continuation of our Torah. If, if you notice, the first letter of Savior Yeshua is Vayihi, and it was. It starts with a Vav. Who's, why would a new book write with, start with the letter Vav? And it was. Because what the Torah is telling us, this is a continuation of Parshas V'zoy Sabracha. The Pasuk continues in Pasuk Yod. Vaitzavis Yeshua Shaiter Amlemar, Yeshua commanded the officers, Ivru Bekavimachanam, I need you to go throughout the camps. Vitzavas Amlemar. And command the nation saying, Machidalam Tsaida, prepare some food, because Kibaoich Lashis Yamim Atam Ivermasyardin. In three days we're going to cross the Yardin. Lavoila Rashnas Asarits to inherit the land. Okay, now you might recall that not everyone is really going to go across, at least forever. Remember the two Shvatim, Reuven and God, half of Menasha, they said, can we stay on this side of the Jordan River? And Moshe made a deal, you go across and fight, and then come back, but women and children could stay behind. So, Yeshua told Reuven and God, and half of Menasha, Zohar Sadavar, Remember the matter, that Moshe commanded you, that we have given you the eastern side of the Jordan River. The women and the children can stay behind, but you have to fight. You must come armed before your brothers. And then once everyone is resting on the western side of the Jordan River, you can come back to the eastern side of the Jordan River. You can return to your inheritance and inherit the land. Now look at the beautiful response that they give to Yeshua. Because this is the first time that Yeshua, somebody other than Moshe, is giving a command to the nation. So what's going to be the response? Says the Torah of Ayanos Yeshua. They responded to Yeshua. Whatever you command, we will do. Let's call Asher Wherever you send us, we will go. If you notice, there's a Nasa Venishma here. Call Asher Tivisanu Nasa. Kichol Asher Shamanu Nasa Venishma. We will do whatever you say. Rak Yehashem Lekach Yimach. We believe that Hashem is with you, just like He was with Moshe. Call Isha Shayamre Spicha. Lachol Asher Titzavenu Titzavenu Yumas. Excuse my slightly hoarse voice. But they, they conclude by saying, whoever rebels against you, you must, should be put to death. Rak, chazak v'yamatz. So beautiful, what this chapter is doing is identifying, confirming Yeshua's leadership role, Hashem giving, giving him chazak, and the nation responds. And the nation responds by accepting Yeshua as the leader to cross the Yardin River. Now just to conclude our first day of learning, who wrote Sefer Yeshua? Well, you might be surprised to know that it was in fact Yeshua. And the reason why he wrote it in third person is because that's the nature of the writing of the of the Tairam. So Yeshua wrote Yeshua Kas of Sifra. Yeshua wrote his own Sefer. Thank you for joining us on this inaugural first day of the Nachiomi cycle. As I will conclude all of our podcasts, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study some Navi.